Yo, what is going on, everybody? It is your favorite MC slash favorite ad, whatever you want, as long as it's flattering. Iron M here with episode 30 of Deep Thoughts with Iron. That's a big, big number. I've been doing this for a while. You know, some episodes are better than others. I would say I got a good, I'd say I got a good, like, nine standout episodes. Got about 12, really, 12 or 13 good episodes about two that i don't like i will never listen to them again i'm not gonna say which ones because that's not for me to make the opinion of others but it's been an outstanding journey man it's been an awesome journey it's been frustrating it's been fun it's been um disheartening at times and it's been motivating and i'm enjoying it and i'm getting better i'm getting very good at this well, i'm not getting very good but i'm getting a lot better than what i was when i started so for episode 30 i wasn't sure what i wanted to do 30 is a big number did I want to do something funny? Did I want to do something serious? Did I want to do like a recap or just talk about like what I've learned over the last 29 episodes? Have a co-host interview somebody. I wasn't sure. I decided to just tell a story, especially since we are just removed from uh, Gay Pride Month. I believe it's the month, right? Sorry if I'm wrong on that, but Gay Pride Month. Uh, I want to say big, big, big shout out to everybody in that community that is living their truths, enjoying their lives. Um, I know some of you guys, it was not an easy thing to do just from the conversation that I've had with a couple of people, but I salute you guys. As long as you're healthy, I will say as long as you're respectful of other people's um, desires and interests, I got nothing but love for you guys. And um, yeah, I went to a gay club. Yo, my people, my people, what's going on, everybody? It is your favorite MC slash favorite RT slash been gone for a minute. I ain't Emperor, Flo Rogan, Mario Flopez. Haven't thought of any new ones in the last few weeks, but y'all know who it is. It's your man, I ain't And we are back with episode fucking 30 of Deep Thoughts with Iron. I'm going to say this is season two. I'm going I'm to I'm I'm set it up like that since it's been a while since I had another episode. Well, since my last episode with that um punk ass Chris Brent Chris Grant. See, I didn't even say your name right, fam. At me. And I wanted to come here and enjoy the return of Deep Thoughts with Iron. It's been an extremely busy but productive month. Uh, a lot of good things are coming my way. A lot of hard work. Um of course the setbacks come with the journey, but it's all starting to bear fruit. So hopefully in the next couple of months, I'll have some dope stuff to share with y'all. And, you know, a lot of you have been on this journey with me from years ago, you know, and it's cool to kind of see how the road is paved behind me and how it's going to be paved going forward or trying to figure out what it will be going forward. But thank you to everybody that has been showing the support that's been asking me, yo, when's the next episode? What's going on? Where you been? Blah, blah, blah. Good things are coming. Uh, your man is. It is going into a very, very good space, finally. Um, but let's get into it. I had an experience the last, about two weeks ago. And it was one that I never necessarily said I would never do. 
but I couldn't figure really a scenario where I would be in this situation. You can tell by the title of this episode what I'm talking about, but we'll wait to get into that. A couple of weeks ago, I came home from work and first of all, let me get this out the way. Anything I say here, please, because everybody interprets things the way they interpret things. You can kill the messenger, but my message may not have the intention that that you may receive it as. And, you know, I have to take responsibility for the things I say, but I really, really want to make that um extremely clear. All right. I am as a word that I learned and I'll tell you how I learned that word. I am an ally to the gay community. So nothing that I say here is to be taken literally or is like, oh, he's such an asshole and he hates gay people. Some of, pe- some of you people will do that no matter what I say. And I don't really give a fuck about y'all. Y'all can eat a dick. But to everybody else, understand, you know, if you know me enough, you know, I joke around, I'm playful. I make fun of black people, my dad, myself. You know what I'm saying? So it's not a it's equal opportunity shit talk here. So I went to a gay club two weeks ago. Definitely was not something that I thought was happening. And I know it's Pride Month. I guess Pride Month just passed or we're in Pride Month. Or did they do something weird like in the middle of the month? Like they did Nurses Week in the middle of the week. I don't know. However, I ended up at a gay bar. How the fuck did I end up at a gay bar? So I was coming home. I was at home Saturday night. I somehow got off Sunday. I'm in I'm in the crib. I'm playing Madden. I'm watching Cora on the iPad, sipping a little something, nothing crazy. The alcohol intake has definitely actually I can't even say that shit. It's been a good <laughs> last couple of times I've gone out have been pretty good. Dyke Mill sat last Saturday. Whatever. I get a call from uh one of my best friends, Asia, and it's like eleven thirty. She video calls me. I'm about to go to bed, y'all. I want to go to the gym in the morning. I want to get you know what I'm saying? Summer is here. I'm not exactly loving how I look. Like the titties ain't exactly poking out the way I need them to look. So I want to go get get a titty day in the next day. So she video calls me and I'm thinking something's wrong. You know, she rarely does this. So I pick up, I'm looking all dry and 57 years old and she's all pretty dressed up. And she's like, hey, Eric, what are you doing? I'm like, fuck you mean? What am I doing? I'm sitting here looking dry. I'm about to go to bed. I had to work that day. You know what I'm saying? I worked, I worked 13 hour shift. And she's like, come out, come downtown. I'm like, I'm not going down there. Let me tell you something. There's a couple of things about me. Why going out downtown really far is kind of like a like a no no good thing for me. A, I'm very claustrophobic. I don't ride the subway. I haven't been on the subway in God knows how long, right? Except in Brazil, I had to go in. Boy, there was a lot of alcohol involved in that. I was scared fucking shitless on that goddamn train. So that's one thing. If it's past a certain amount of time, I'm not getting on a train down there. If it's a place where I really know I'm going to get smacked and, you know, fucking forget the night, I should Uber. But an Uber to the place that they want to go to, which is in Hell's Kitchen, on a Saturday night was like 60 bucks. I'm like, mm. and I'm going to have to Uber back. So that's a $120 round trip. And I'm not going to drive because if you live in the Bronx and certain parts of New York City, you know, parking is a motherfucker. Your life is dictated by the parking. I try not to leave my house after 630. I try to get home by 630. I have spent three. I remember I went on a date. You know, I go on my tangents. I went on a date with this girl up in Connecticut, probably about five, six months ago. And I got back to the neighborhood about 12 o'clock. I didn't get upstairs to my apartment until like 445. No bullshit. All the lights was closed. Whatever. So that's not an option. 
So then she puts um, one of our old coworkers, and one you know one of the dudes I was really cool with at my old job. We'll call him James, and James is like, "Eric, what are you doing? Come out, come down." And I'm like, oh, "I don't really want to." And then he says the magic words. He says, "My cousin is here," and I'm like, "Who's that?" And he shows me the cousin. Absolutely bad motherfucking Filipino girl, Filipina girl. And she looks in the camera. I'm looking at it. And she's like, hey, are you coming? It's nice to meet you. I'm looking dry as shit, man. I'm looking like like I haven't had a drop of water in months. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> and, you know, my hairline, all that. I ain't got no shape up. But it wasn't bad. It was like seven, about six days after the work, after the, the, the haircut. So it was manageable. My beard was a little fucked up, but manageable, right? So I'm immediately trying to hit all the angles while he's showing me the girl. She's talking. She's like, oh, blah, blah, blah. She's That's my girl voice. Like, oh, how you doing? Yeah, what's up? Oh, yeah, you're cute. I'm like, oh, shit. And then them legs. Them legs was fucking like tree stumps, bro. I said, yeah, I think I'm going to a club. Where y'all at? And this is where the story turns, right? She looks at me and she says, well, you know James is gay, right? I'm like, yeah. She's like, well, we're going to be at a gay club. And I pause for a second said gay club i have never been in one of these in my life i don't know what to expect in my community especially i want to say my community of my age group i don't know what the 20 year olds and everybody's a little more woke and accepting that shit is a (laughs) no-no that shit is if you're going in there you must be funny right I'll tell you a story of how my family was. When I got out of college the first time, when I got out of Stony Brook, I actually was a um, a peer HIV counselor from school. So when I got out of school, I had a psych degree, bullshit degrees, a high school diploma, unless you go all the way, go all the way if you're trying to do psych. Shout out to my man, Lavelle, Lawrence Lavelle, Breakthrough Solutions. I was like, I need a gig. So I was going to get a job at this place called the Gay Center. I'm telling you this to show you the upbringing that I had. Very homophobic, right? I applied for the job, HIV counselor. I don't care. As long as people understand that I'm not gay, I'm not curious. I'm curious of the sociology and the the life that, you know, gay people live because I'm just an inquisitive person. For me to participate, I have 0.0% interest in that. So I don't care. I work anywhere. I, you know, I did modeling for a while. Everybody's gay there, and they were fucking hilarious. You know what I'm saying? So I applied for this job. Long story short, my grandfather used to get some mail at my crib. So his wife don't know that he getting money, I guess. You know what I'm saying? So one day I come back. I come back. I'm walking in the building, see my grandfather. This place had no discretion, right? Grandpa looks at the mail. He says, what is this? And I'm like, oh, I'm applying for a job here. The envelope on the top right, I guess it would be, right? Or whatever side of the envelope is, the symbol of the gay center. Mad big with mad confetti with my name under it. Comes in the mail. My grandfather looks at me and says, what is this? Are you, uh, insert that F word. That's really a brutal word. And I'm like, nah, Grandpa, I'm just trying to work. He says, nah, you can't work there. And if you work there, I'm going to have to question some things. Now, this isn't a bad mouth for my grandfather. My grandfather grew up, you know, he's, he's an old man, grew up in a different time. I'm not making it right. But this is how he was raised. You know, my other grandfather has his hesitations about homosexuality as well. So growing up, it was never a safe space to really, my mother wasn't like that. My mother was whatever. My mother's always go with the flow. Now, I don't know how she would have taken it if I told her I was gay. I think that would have been a little 
Wow, how would that convo go? My mother didn't even like the fact that I <laughs> that I performed a sexual act on a Caucasian woman at one point. My mother was really not happy with that, so I can't imagine. But either way, I grew up in a household where I grew up in a time and a era and a structure where homosexuality. You know. So it's always that. It's always in the back of my head when I'm in these situations or if I'm in a situation similar to this, like with the modeling, you know, things like that. And I'm like, okay. But never in my life have I experienced a gay man really, really trying to exert himself onto me. So I don't have, it's, there's been moments where I've had to like definitely square up. I can get into those as well. Like definitely let it be known, bro. This is not the lane that I play in. You know what I'm saying? Do you, I'm not fucking with that. I don't like cock. I love vagina and poom poom and pussy and whatever else you want to call it. I love it. Even the stinkest vagina on earth, I would fucking face dive in before I even sniff balls. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> so when they're telling me this, I'm like, all right, you know what? Fuck it. I'll go. I am driven by that girl. Because as I've said before, and this gets some people mad, but listen, my life is my life. I have a very strong interest in like the Southeast Asian community female wise that's who i would like to date right now so i'm like fuck it we out but now i'm like gay people really dress up nicely right i gotta make sure my shit on point everything i've seen on tv is like like queerest folks folk queer folk or whatever that shit is called all these dudes are like supremely well dressed and very well um very well groomed all the clothes seem tailored. Most of the people was in shape. I got that part down. The other part, I'm like, damn, bro. And my iron was broke. So that, that, that the iron's iron was broke. So that helps. And I'm like, all right, I got to get that together. How do I go? How do I, what is the first second walking into this gay club going to be like? What am I going to walk into? Am I going to see men kissing? Are people going to be trying to suck dick in the corner? Because that's what happens in the regular clubs. You know what I'm saying? Are people going to, am I going to walk in the bathroom? And find men fucking in the bathroom. I have fucked in the bathroom. Me and my ex used to fuck in the bathroom all the time. I'm not going to say which one. You're not going to be able to do the math on that. Do the investigations on that. So I was nervous about that. You know, like, it's kind of like an out of sight, out of mind thing. You can tell me you're gay. I can know y'all are fucking, but I don't want to see it. Two men kissing to me still to this day. And some people are going to say this homophobic. Listen, it is how I feel. It's... This is going to get people doubly mad. If I walk in and I see two men like making out, it's almost like me when I'm at work and I walk in and I see a, a mother breastfeeding. It throws me off for a second. It doesn't bother me. I'm not for or against it. That's your life. But it's 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 a, it's a moment that I can't hide. Like if you catch me in that half a second, I might get the poker face back on. But for that half a second, I'm rattled. I'm like, oh, shit. You see what I'm saying? And I don't want to be disrespectful. So while I'm getting dressed, I'm thinking I got the clothes together. Yeah, it was cool. Brush my head. No hat today. We're going we gonna, to we gonna show out, right? I don't want to go in there disrespectful, but I also don't want to go in there misinformed or not misinformed without any prior knowledge of how to conduct myself in there. You know, for me, it's no different if I'm going to a regular, uh, I won't say regular club, but like a quote unquote straight club. But it's in like a neighborhood that I know is suspect and there's this type of like bloods is in there or whatever's in there. You know, you got to conduct yourself a certain way. So I called up former co-host and superstar Deshaun Batty. I text him. I'm like, yo, Deshaun, can I call you? I got some questions. It's like, again, at this point, probably like 12 o'clock at night. And he says, call me. 
So I hit him up and I'm like, bro, I'm going to a gay bar. And he just starts laughing and he's like, all right, what do you need to know? I'm like, I need you to tell me everything I need to do and not do going into this club. Cause I don't want to get caught with my check. This pulled out. I don't want to get caught with my pants down. He runs down the list. I'm actually in the Uber now. He runs down the list and he's like, yo, if you go to the bathroom, bring one of the guys with you that you came with. Um, I told him I was meeting up with a girl and he's like, well, if you and the girl click, try to be around her, but nobody's going to be disrespectful to you if they know you're straight. And then he says something. I believe he said this. So it could have been somebody else that said this. He says, and there's going to be beautiful women in there. So I'm like, okay, cool. I'm in an Uber. We going down there. We getting close. I'm getting a little nervous. I'm not going to lie. I'm getting a little uncomfortable is an incorrect word, but I'm just like, this is a fucking brand new situation. I can't get too drunk here. You know, alcohol has been hitting me like, like a Deontay Wilder punch lately. I don't know why. I know why I'm getting old, but I be getting smacked like very fast. (laughs) You know what I'm saying? So I'm like, I don't get too drunk. Don't get too drunk. Even though I had a little bit to drink going down there. Show up to the spot. I meet my friends and then I meet the girl. We'll name her. I don't know. Rosa. Right. So I meet Rosa. And it's a little awkward at first. And, you know, my man's sister's there. <clears throat> Excuse me. My man's sister is there. Vibes is cool. I actually didn't know that it was fucking Pride Week. That's the second time. Or Pride Month. Excuse me. That's the second time I got caught downtown not knowing what time it was. <laughs> so we're there. And we're standing in line. And, yo, there's so many, like, cut-off jeans and just, just legs and, and shoes. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? And... I'm not bothered by it. You know, again, this is their lifestyle. It's not for me to understand. Same way this whack-ass rap shit that y'all listen, your young people listen to, it's not for me. It's not for me to understand why everybody sounds like auto-tune and they rap, like all that shit. That's not for me. It's not meant for me. I, I actually, you know what I'm saying, come from a different time. So I'm walking down the line. A couple of guys are checking me out. One dude does wink at me, and that was that was the fastest I ever looked away in my life. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? I looked down, right? <clears throat> Excuse me. This is before I actually ran into my friends, right? Then I run into them, me and the girl. We click. Boom. It's like immediate impact. And she doesn't leave my side for the most part throughout the night. That kind of, I feel, gave me like a layer of, um, I won't say protection, but it was like the gay men were extremely respectful. And it made me think like, bruh. Straight men in the club would not be that respectful of me with her, you know, especially if, if they in, if they in groups. And I'm like, damn, all right. Plus one, super respectful, right? So we walk into the spot and it is exactly. No, I won't say exactly, but it was almost what I expected stereotypically, unfortunately, but it was house music, techno music. It was a lot of lights. Uh, <laughs> there was a dude standing at the door that, um. I don't even know how to describe him, but he looked like some like he looked like a character from like Police Academy in a blue oyster bar. And he chilling, man. He's sitting there, he got a wig on and shit. <laughs> and I'm walking in there and the vibe is fucking cool. It's really relaxed. Everybody's having a good time. Everybody's free within their own right. I will say this. There were a lot of beautiful women in here, in there. It was on the one spot we went to. I think we went to two, but I mainly remember one spot. There's a lot of beautiful women in here, but 
There's the kicker. Again, no disrespect. How many of them were not actually women? And that's the part where I'm like, I'm glad I'm with one. You know, I'll be honest with you. If I was to go to a gay club with like Deshaun for his birthday, I would never go to a gay club by myself. There's no reason for me to do that. But if I was to go with like Deshaun or if like, you know, somebody else that I knew was having a party that I'm really close to, of course I'm going to go. If I'm not with a girl already, I'm not going to talk to no fucking body. Drink my shit. Make fun of my boy for his birthday. And I'm not, I'm not, I'm out. <clears throat> I'm not, I'm, nope. That's the thing where like, is like I said earlier about how I am like, <clears throat> excuse me, like stuck on this like Southeast Asian thing right now. I want to go to Thailand, all of that stuff. But then again, I don't. And, you know, I was at work the other day with a coworker and we were looking up like the lady boys just to see like how much these men don't look like men. And I'm like, Jesus Christ, how many people do they get that might have a couple of drinks in them and they make that move? And then, you know, I'll be honest with you, <laughs> if that ever happened to me, my life will never be the same after that. Like everything changes from that point on, you know, everything changes. Like I'll be like, what the fuck happened? Right. But girls right next to me, nobody disrespectful. Everybody is dressed to the fucking, I don't know. Everybody look like ghost from, from power, you know, in their own way. Just, I mean, just like sharp. The drinks were like super strong. Now, I, at least to me, and I asked somebody um, that goes to a lot of gay bars, are the drinks always that strong? Now, I don't know if this is true or not, but she said a lot of times, if they see a man in there that they think it's straight, they'll give him more alcohol. Now, that doesn't surprise me because I've been to parties where I've seen the bartender put a little bit more alcohol in the girl's cup. You know what I'm saying? Or me personally, I had an experience in, in Mexico when I went a couple months ago where I was drugged. I think I was with a girl that I met there. We're at the bar on a resort at the bar. I'm drinking De Serona, which is a bitch drink. De Serona and Coke. She drinking Hennessy. I think they thought I was drinking a Henny. All I know is that I just woke up. I don't remember damn near anything. My kidneys are still here. That's good. The girl says she walked me back to the room. I don't remember walking her back. I, I don't remember shit. So it wouldn't surprise me if these if that happens in a bar. Just to kind of give, no pun intended, a leg up to the guys trying to turn the gay guy. No, it's the straight guy. Excuse me. But I was smacked. Stay close to the girl. Stay close to my friend. Um, James, I stay close to James. Did I see any freaky shit in it? I did see men kissing. And I did say that was kind of something that was like mm, uncomfortable for me to witness. I just didn't pay attention to it. You know, I, I had to understand and be respectful of the fact that I walked into their <laughs> place. So it'd be crazy. Like, oh, like, then what the fuck am I doing in there? So all in all, I think I actually had a, I actually had a really good time in there. Like, I think the fact that I had the girl with me was a big bonus because I was able to dance with her, drink with her, whatever you, if you want to call it, I do dancing. And again, the guys were really decent. And again, there were, <clears throat> I said again, again, but again, there were a lot of beautiful women in there. Probably got to be careful with some of them. But I heard that, you know, women love gay clubs because they don't get hit on in these clubs. And if that's the case, that is like a, un there's two places that I think, <laughs> Well, one place that I think is better than a club, or I'm too old for clubs, but like a like a like a lounge or some shit like that. If you want to meet women, 
Target, 8 o'clock on a Friday before they go out. Oh, my God. Target is, whew. Gee, that's the one time I don't mind going into Target. Real talk. My God, is Target like a parade of just lovely, loveliness. And a gay bar, untapped. Pause again, pause again right? <laughs> untapped real estate. A lot of beautiful women in there. So I will say, you know, I guess I want to do this episode really because it was a, it was kind of like an eye-opening experience. I was partially kind of ignorant thinking if I go in there and I'm a decent looking guy. If I go in there, the guy's going to be disrespectful. Am I going to have to fight somebody? Like I said, I've never been in a situation where I felt super threatened. I've been in several situations where a guy may have come on to me. Pause again. Shit. <laughs> Listen, this is my show. Pause is a game that I'll never stop playing for the rest of my life. And I, it was one time, it was Gay Pride Week, or month, whatever it was. I was in the village. I'm walking this girl back that I met at a show that my cousin was doing, walking to the train. I'm seeing a lot of gay men. I'm like, oh, I know this is the village, but this is a, this is a lot. Found out that was it. On my way back to the to the um, the club that my cousin was playing at, these like dudes was like six four, six five. I'm six two, and these dudes was staring at me. Blowing kisses and shit. And I was like, oh, fuck, man. I felt what a woman feels. Like the threat of like, I can get overpowered. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? And at this point, I have to be very respectful. I'm like, I'm good, fellas. Thank you. But stern at the same time, right? It's a weird dynamic. And I was walking up the block and I see these two guys walking towards me. And I'm literally looking for my exits. You know, part of this is my ignorance. Part of this is just I have to be aware. So I got my fist balled. I don't know what's coming. Pause again. <laughs> <laughs> so anyway, none of that happened in this place. Everybody was dumb, respectful. I got my drinks. I had a good time. The music was, the music was actually pretty cool. The music was fun. I don't know if this was, I don't really know what was going on here, but after the club, we're standing outside. Everybody's chilling. We're drinking water because that's illegal in New York City. We're drinking water. And these four or five dudes beat the fucking hell out of this one guy. And as I'm sitting there, we're not even that far. We're probably like 10 feet away. We're watching this shit go down. They beating the shit out of this guy. Nobody's helping. I couldn't help but wonder if that was a, a gay thing. You know, if that was a gay hate thing. If it was, that shit is fucking gross. I mean, they beat the shit out of this dude. To the guy's credit, he got up and stood up. His face was all bloody and busted up. I hope that's not what that was about. You know, people that do that, it's fucking disgusting, man. Like scummy people, you know. And I gen genuinely hope that that was not the case. If that was, you know, as an ally, I want to apologize for people like that because it's no place for that shit. You know what I'm saying? Like, just because it ain't your vibe don't mean that you got to, you know what I'm saying, act like a dickhead. But yeah, I ended up in a gay bar. I actually looked up to see how many gay bars were in New York City. And that shit said 19,000. I don't, I don't think that's, that's accurate, but there's a fucking lot of them. And... <laughs> The names of these are <laughs> names of these are kind of funny. There's boxers. That's pretty funny. Boxers, yo. Rock bar. Jeez. One pieces. <laughs> Club coming. Hey, right, that's one. I, actually, I wouldn't go to that one. I'm sorry. I love you, Deshaun, but don't invite me to that one. Club coming, bruh. Cubby hole. Gym sports bar. Pieces. I, that that sounds. That sound like it hurts. <laughs> Julius's long running gay bar. And what else we got? 
But there are a lot of places. Wow. Okay. This is in my my search history now. Oh, let's go down to the village. I'm not even in the village looking. Oh god. Okay. Maybe nineteen thousand. Oof. Sweet and vicious. Good lord. <laughs> I won't go there either. Ever. All right. The rest of these aren't too bad sounding. Once one sixty nine bar. All right. And the Brooklyn Bridge. It literally says Brooklyn Bridge. See, Brooklyn. Y'all got a club in the middle of the bridge that I never heard about. Yo. Either way, I want to say I had a really good time at the gay bar. Will I go back? Most likely not. There's no reason for me to go. Like I said, unless it's like a special invite from one of my gay friends. Or um, or there's a bad Filipino chick that's like, yo, come down here. And I might have to make a trip. <laughs> but it was cool, fellas. You know, I try to come in. I try to talk to a lot of the guys out here. A lot of times, people are very uncomfortable with certain things. I'm sure I'm going to get a lot of shit from certain people. Oh, you gay? You went to a gay bar? That's cool, man. I'm extremely confident in my sexuality, and I don't have any problems with gay people and what whatever they choose to do. But fellas, it is a gold mine. If you want to find some beautiful women, go to a gay bar. Do your due diligence. That's like me. That's like the guys that be on YouTube giving stock advice. Do your due diligence. I am not your accountant and I am not your financial advisor. <laughs> Do your due diligence, which means that if you end up with some with some penis, I didn't tell you to do it. You can't say iron say go to the gay bar. But if you do go there and you're looking for a beautiful woman, she's not going to be as fucking like on guard. Because a lot of times women y'all are on guard. It's very hard to try and talk to y'all. Um, go there. Be respectful. Don't be a dick. You know what I'm saying? Um, you can also go there and feel comfortable, at least in my own experience. I'm not a gay bar expert, so maybe I just was lucky. I'm a fairly, like I said, I'm a fairly bigger guy, so maybe nobody's going to really try to t- test me on that on that level. Not that I'm like just fighting dude or nothing like that, but, you know, you fake it till you make it. Drinks was fucking fire. Drinks had me smacked. Uh, you know, all I know is... At the end of the night, there was a lot of reckless shit being <laughs> being said between me and the um person I went down there to see. And it was fun. You know, I got to say, man, shout out to the gay community. You guys really know how to have a good time, have a good party. And, you know, I, I wish the best for everybody. And, fellas, I would say, if any of your gay friends wants to go, don't worry about it. You'll be all right. Check it out. Have the experience. You know what I'm saying? See the other side of a life that you don't really have that much familiarity with. It's really not that bad. My name is Equal Iron. This was Deep Thoughts with Iron. Yeah, that's it. Peace.